Welcome to ThinkCast, the Gartner podcast channel. Here, we talk with the world's leading analysts and thought leaders about the hottest and most important IT and business topics. We discuss the latest insights, best practices, and informed predictions that will get you thinking about how best to solve your immediate challenges and build a better long-term strategy. So enjoy this ThinkCast conversation. Welcome to this installment of ThinkCast from Gartner. I'm Scott Smith, and I'm going to ask for your patience. Please do not turn away after you hear these next two words, because I know they can be traumatic for some and a total turnoff for others. But give us a chance to explain, because the details just might surprise you. Here goes. Cost optimization. Our guest says that cost optimization in 2016 is now a growth engine, a long way from the slash and burn of 2007-2008. So what gives? Well, let's give Kurt Potter the chance to explain. Kurt is a vice president and distinguished analyst within the Gartner CIO Research Group. Reed draws on a three-decade IT career to create actionable, fact-based research focused on IT business value, IT economics, and IT financial management. In other words, if you have questions about cost optimization, Kurt's your guy. And now he's our guest. Kurt, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, we're talking here about cost optimization. Cost anything is always top of the agenda for anybody, any stretch across the business, IT especially. So we're dealing with a lot more demands, and as always, it seems, for a lot less resource, dwindling budgets, and so on. What is the scope, though, as we move into this digital business era? What is the scope of cost optimization in the age of digital business, and why is this important to CIOs and IT leaders? Yes, we've recognized over the last few years that we are moving into a period of cost optimization because of economic realities. So Gartner has created this research around cost optimization in the age of digital business. So it's not just about IT cost optimization. It's about business optimization as well for costs, and it's about digital business, all right, because that's the big trend, and this is where most organizations are moving in the future. And talking about this is where they're moving toward in the future, as I mentioned at the outset, cost is always in the minds of us as uh, IT folk. So why is cost optimization so important right now? Cost optimization in the age of digital business is going to be a stress test for many IT organizations. As they move more towards digital business, the business is going to say to themselves, if IT can't cut costs the way we need them to cut costs, then we're not going to be able to move to digital business and they're not going to trust the rest of the business with funding. All right? So it's really a stress test for many IT organizations. And since 2007, the dimensions of cost optimization has changed. In 2008, during the great global financial crisis, the great recession that we had, what happened is, is that it was a do more with less mentality. Now we're going to have to do more with less, not just in IT, but in the business in order to prepare for digital business. Especially as we enter the era of digital business, or I should say move further into the era of digital business. Right. There's a phrase I always think of with Gartner brings up, and that is every organization is an IT organization. Um, and while CIOs might look at that and say, you see, we're an integral part of your organization, the flip side is for the CIO, it also means you can't operate in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Who 
are the business counterparts that CIOs should be partnering with? Here at Gartner, when we speak to IT leaders and business leaders all around the world, we're, we're constantly stressing the fact that now, because of digital business, every company is a software company or every company is a technology company. And when we communicate this fact to clients, they understand immediately what is going to be ahead of them as far as planning for the future regarding digital business. So when, when we have this agreement on the future of the enterprise and based on the disruptors and the opportunities in the future, this is all part of a larger plan and a larger ongoing governance and leadership challenge for all enterprises out there to basically align understanding and thinking around the strategy of the business. So when CIOs, because of their key position as being the, let's say, the leaders of technology in the enterprise or information technology in the enterprise, they need to go out and create additional relationships and reach outs and touch points and relationship management with all the key stakeholders out there to influence the strategies and with the business and so that the strategy of the business can influence what IT is doing in order to align for this future out there. So these partnerships are important. Sometimes it, it, it just means that you need to meet with the CFO once a week for, for lunch just to have a discussion about what's going on in IT. Other times, it's, it's, it's less formal, all right, the nature of innovation to be communicated. So often what we find is that if it's, you know, we're talking about innovation, it's, it's going to be about informal communication being more important and informal channels being more important than your standard governance meetings or your operations meetings or your strategic planning sessions or your planning sessions. So it's basically mixing in from IT the future and the goals with the business so that we can calibrate what we do in IT to produce the right com outcomes for the business. And that, re that requires relationship management, and the, it means constant attention to the informal channels that are out there. And it's usually a constant attention to communicating what the new innovations are out there and how they fit into the strategy of the enterprise. Let me build off that because really more and more – going forward, it's not just IT being integrated with the business. It's really being infused. It's, it's where they're almost going to be, they are inseparable. You can't do business without IT and, and so on. With that kind of uh, team approach, when it comes to cost optimization, who leads the effort across the organization and what is the CIO's role within that cross-functional team? Or is it just, hey, I'm focused on IT and that's it? We speak to enterprises that are serious about cost optimization. Those enterprises that are serious about having cost optimization last, because sometimes if you cut costs, they just pop back up in, in, in a different way. Uh, the hallmark or the symptom of great organizations that are great at cost optimization is basically they have a cross-functional team for cost optimization. So they're not just looking at IT optimization in a silo. They're not looking at the, the marketing department in a silo. They bring together the key stakeholders and leaders throughout the enterprise. So it include the CIO, the CFO, the head of product marketing, uh, the head of uh, research and development, all the key stakeholders out there that might have something happen to them because of cost optimization. Also, what it is, is there's a lot of interdependencies throughout large enterprises. You want to make sure that people know what's being talked about and planned or even hypothesized about how to cut costs out there so that you don't hurt the enterprise because of the cost optimization. So in many organizations, this new governance that's created, this cross-functional team, does become the new investment governance for the company when they move to digital business. 
because you see this flow out there is that we optimize the business and we prepare for the future. We make room for digital business. And that team of people, although they're on current investment governance committees or technology committees, that becomes the new governance for the future. Because that's the thing with many organizations is that if if you're very, very good at cost cutting, you're going to be very, very good at transforming yourself because they're both forms of transformation, all right? So if you cut costs well, you're going to innovate well. And this is why this cross-functional team, making sure you have all the right people on there that can see into different parts of the enterprise so that you can do optimization the right way, but also it creates this, this innovative friction that you need to propel yourself into digital business. Uh, two of your colleagues in a book they put out uh, late last year, Graham Waller, Mark Esquino, had uh, what they termed the six digital leadership personas that CIOs really have to take a look at. And two in particular leap to mind here. It's the educator and the clarifier. And I think what the, this the, they might seem su- close, but I think the subtleties are educator is you really don't know what's out there. Let me help you. The clarifier is, okay, you have an idea of what's out there, but I can really help you hone it. Which do you is the is the uh, CIO and the IT leader when it comes to cost optimization playing the role of both, or is there one that they lean on more heavily than the other? So when we look at the personas, the different types of let's say roles that people play with cost optimization, the roles that a CIO should play, whether whether it's cost optimization or digital business or any other major transformation out there, there tends to be two states. There's the educator, and then there's the clarifier. And it's not like the CIO needs to be one or the other. They're going to have to be both, all right? In early stages of cost optimization, it's going to be we're going to have to educate people on what our goals are here and what's going to happen and who's going to have to sacrifice, all right? As we get longer along the way here, if we move longer with cost optimization, then many folks are still, let's say, concerned about cost optimization. They get confused about how it's going to impact them because it's such a disruptive event out there that we're going to have to have a feedback loop, and that feedback loop is going to be around clarifying previous goals, previous strategies, previous tactics, previous initiatives that we've done with these things. So the the role of the educator, the role of the clarifier, they go hand in hand for the most part. It's just a matter in the beginning, it's going to be more about education. Later on, it's going to be more about clarifications. One big feedback loop. We've touched on this a few times, but I want to go back to it. How much risk do companies face if cost optimization is done in silos, which we still see a lot across enterprises? There are many dimensions to cost optimization, whether it's IT cost optimization or business optimization or or vendor optimization, any sort of optimization that calibrates conflicting constraints. So when we focus on cost optimization, that's exactly what we're doing. We're calibrating conflicting constraints, and and risk is one of those guardrails out there that we don't want to hit upon too much, all right? But there are some risks out there. There's the risk of optimizing something that was producing benefits for the enterprise, the risk of value destruction, the risk of spending more when you stop a project and start it six months later. Uh, We haven't seen too much risk on the security side, believe it or not, because of budget cuts. It seems to be one of those mission-critical priorities where that tends to be immune from cost-cutting, at least directly. Okay, But risk is always something that's factored in here. So if you want to think about it, it's a, it's a world of uh, you know maximize, minimize, optimize, and risk. And risk is always that fourth category that major leaders are always thinking about here. 
And this is the reason why cross-functional teams are important for cost optimization. This is the reason why we have, you know, human resources, legal, and other enterprise stakeholders all in a room together periodically to talk about what hasn't been thought of because of a certain optimization action whether it's layoffs or if it is data center consolidation or if it's vendor contract consolidation. There's all these commercial risks out there, and most organizations do a very, very good job at this. But I think with, with risk the way it is in this environment today where you can't be wrong once is that you need to be sure that every optimization opportunity has an element of risk informing in it. The next question I have, I can already hear our audience of IT leaders getting ready to jump up and point fingers and say they know where the answer is already. So let me ask it with a, a follow, quick follow-up, right, immediate. Uh, it's where is there more opportunity to optimize costs, the business side or the IT side? And now I hear the IT folks out there going, business side, business side. So let me add to it. When we do see the opportunity is on the business side, how can IT broach that without seeming like they're just in a survival self-service mode? There are many dimensions to cost optimization, whether you want to call it cost cutting or if you want to call it investment-based cost reduction, lots of different variables out there. So if we look at IT spending, average IT spending is about 4% of revenue right now. And that means that about 96% of revenue is elsewhere in the business. So that leads one to think and ponder and wonder, well, why are you picking on information technology with all these benefits, all these capabilities that can help the enterprise grow in the future? It's only 4%, so it should be left alone. But there's another reason for optimization. Part of it is that everybody's got a boss, everybody's got a budget, and everybody usually has to contribute to the greater good of the enterprise. So if you think about 4% and 15% of 4%, it's not very much that the enterprise is sacrificing. It's more of a gesture, all right? So some leaders out there will hopefully go into the business and they will finish business process reengineering. They will finish all forms of new projects that they have for products and services, and they'll streamline their operations in a way so that they can reduce costs in a very considerate and gradual way. But when we get into large optimization efforts, cost optimization in the business, they still live in a world where it's an investment-based approach. And there's always this hope that the business will return to growth and they wanna be ready for that return to growth. Now we revisit the subject regarding IT and their small percentage and why do they have to cut because it's such a small percentage. Well, there's another reason for this. It's usually when you give folks goals, whether it's an IT or if it's in human resources, goals to cut costs, you often create something called positive friction that forces them to innovate, to find new ways to do things so that they exercise their critical thinking muscles, so that they exercise their governance muscles, so that they exercise their innovation muscles for the greater good of the enterprise. So just giving people money all the time and giving them capital for new projects is not innovation. Usually it comes from friction. As we talked about before, you know, optimization is a form of transformation, just like bimodal is a form of transformation or digital business. So what we want to do is that optimization all the time helps us find new opportunities for better things. Not always cost optimization, but sometimes innovation that helps the enterprise in the future. Kurt, thank you so much for helping us out with our cost optimization efforts. Kurt Potter is a vice president and distinguished analyst within the Gartner CIO Research Group. 
You can hear much more of Kurt's insights on cost optimization in his webinar titled, fittingly enough, Cost Optimization in the Age of Digital Business. This presentation, as well as other great insights from Kurt's Gartner colleagues on a wide range of topics, can be found at www.gartner.com webinar. For ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening. Gartner is an impartial, independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of those enterprises and the speakers. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprise's products or services. Thank you for listening to this latest installment of ThinkCast from Gartner. We hope it gets you thinking about new ways to approach your IT and business concerns. And don't forget to check out the Gartner webinars at gartner.com webinars. Or look for more of our ThinkCast podcast at gartner.com podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. Thank you.